You ever seen, smelled, or heard something that caused you to have a mental breakdown? An emotional trigger is an event that evokes a usually negative emotional reaction. It can cause flashbacks, which make it seem like you're reliving your past traumatic event. The experience can feel frightening and exhausting, and you may not even be aware that you're emotionally triggered. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you guys for tuning in and watching another episode of Talk To Me Tuesday. I am your host, Sweet Pea. So I'm excited. Yes, I'm happy to be back with you and to share another topic. Um, I, You know, as always, if you've been following me, you know that I like to bring topics of things that I may be dealing with myself or um, that I have family or friend dealing with. So this topic is also one that is near and dear to me and we are talking about triggers. So as you saw on the video, if you got a chance to see that, triggers are things that happen to you emotionally. And I also put some in the description um, that help you to understand what you may be feeling and what you may be dealing with if you are going through an emotional trigger. So let's get that started. As always, make sure you show some love and share. You never know who can benefit from seeing this. And also make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Talk To Me Tuesday. You can listen to past episodes of the podcast on the Anchor app, and that is anchor.fm slash T2MET. It's also in the description. You can also watch this on YouTube as well. So I have not started putting things on Instagram, but I do have little snippets that you can watch if you are tuning in on Instagram. And eventually I will figure out how to put the entire video over there um, so that my people that love Instagram can be able to watch it as well. So what is a trigger, right? Because that's what we're talking about here. And if you are in tune to social media, you know that for the past couple of years, the word trigger is been put out there. It's in people's posts. It's in comments. It's a song um, where you can hear about um, triggers and how the past trigger. If we go all the way back to the Usher song, you remind me of a girl I used to know. That was a trigger. So we see it a lot. It may be oversaturated. Um, it may be something that we constantly see commented. But what is a trigger? And if you're using the word, are you using it correctly? Are you actually experiencing a trigger? Um, or is it just a natural reaction? So let's get to the nitty gritty. What is a trigger? Let's get the basic definition. Um, a trigger is a feeling or emotion that comes up when you um, in a, encounter an event. So how can you figure out if you're having a trigger or not? It is like the video said, if you are dealing with something or you encounter something, it will take you back to the event that is causing the trigger. Um, so for me, you know, I always like to give you guys, you know, why did I even come up with the topic? I like to give a backstory. And for me, I understood that I was experiencing a trigger when I used to work at Gorman's. And I had, there were, it was during Valentine's Day and they had those little bears that played this song and this tune. And to everyone else, it was cute. They loved it. You know, people would come in the store and they would constantly play the bears. And they were on display. And for me, it was like very traumatizing because when my sister passed away, 
my mother, my stepmother, she played the tune over and over and over and over. And she just would sit there and she would cry. And I did not know that at the time it was the same bear. You know, when I saw them putting it out for display for Valentine's Day, I'm like, okay, whatever, cute little bear. And then a person came by and played the song. And I, I was like standing there emotional. I ran to the dressing room and started crying and I, and people were coming like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And at the time I was like, I don't know. I just feel highly upset. And every time I heard that song, it would, I would be sick to my stomach. Like I couldn't even walk past that section of the store because it, it was making me feel, you know, that term feel some type of way. I felt some type of way. And I honestly was starting to get angry when like even other employees would push the button and play the song. It was like constant over and over and over and over. And talking to one of the girls after me running to the dressing room a couple of times and, you know, even snapping on people, um, going off on them, like, stop playing a bear, you know, talking to her, I realized that it was because of my stepmother playing the bear. And it took me back to after we heard, you know, my sister passed away and we're getting ready for the funeral, her playing this bear and crying and being so highly emotional and how that time, that period that we were in was emotional. You know, I lost my sister. Um, so for me now being, you know, how I am now, I understand that was a trigger. I was experiencing a trigger. I was going right back to the time of my stepmother playing this bear. I was going right back to the time of when my sister passed away and, and I felt those emotions again. There was anger, there was grief, you know, um, all of that stuff. I couldn't function. So sometimes when we see it on social media, you know, people put it in the text of like, I was in a relationship. He was yelling trigger, you know, things like that. Um, but the difference between just a regular human emotion, because we do experience anger, we do experience, you know, being upset or being highly emotional or anxiety, things like that. We do experience those. That is a natural human emotion. But when you are triggered, you are taken back to the event that is causing you to be triggered. It could be a smell, you know, on a, a side note where it's not as bad. Because, you know, I have I have the trigger, the emotional trigger of my sister passing away and how that affected me. But I also can explain a trigger that is not so intense because that one is I probably I don't know if at this time, if I were to hear that bear, if I would, you know, react the same as I did, because it was so soon. And and it reminded me of the situation because it was still a new thing. It was still something new. So one of the not so terrible triggers um even though a trigger is bad it was my mother used to wear a certain perfume and unfortunately she wore it a lot so i was experiencing in middle school where i was constantly getting in trouble you know i mean all the time i would be you know talking or or whatever getting into fights and things like that so we had a very bad relationship um, in that time, because I was constantly causing issues at school. She was upset. We were not having a great interaction. So years later, she puts the perfume on and I instantly got sick to my stomach. And I'm like, what is, why do I feel I was anxious, you know, and, and I was like worried and I didn't understand what was going on. But at the time it was, it took me back to being worried that she's going to find out that I did something else. 
being anxious about the conversations and the arguing and things that were going on in our relationship, all because of the smell of this perfume. I even asked her, like, can you please not wear that perfume anymore? Um, it is making me feel some type of way. So, um, you know, a regular trigger, uh, an extreme trigger, because some people have um, PTSD, you know, being in the war. Like John L. Brown said, a person with PTSD has a lot of triggers. Yes, um, that's exactly another another thing. Being in a war, being in battle, um, things like that, you can experience PTSD and it can be a loud bang or it could be a smell or something. And it takes you back to the place where you were. Um, one of the things that I also realized is that living in um, a certain type of neighborhood, you can also experience triggers. You know, hearing a car backfire and you're jumping or you're like looking for cover can remind you of living in a neighborhood where maybe you experience gunshots and things like that. Those are triggers. Um, and I want to be clear. Regular human emotion, you are it's natural to feel anxiety. It's natural to be upset. It's natural to see a girl being abused on TV and maybe it makes you feel sad for that girl. but that is not a trigger. A trigger is when you are taken back to that moment, when you are having an out-of-body experience, when you black out. You know how people sometimes say that they blacked out and they didn't know what they were saying. They didn't know what they were doing. These are triggers. So we use that word in a light term and call, you know, put this title on things. However, human emotions and triggers are different. Yes, triggers involve human emotion, but it's not the same. You know, we, we use that term too lightly. There are people who are actually experiencing being taken back to some traumatizing events and they do not know how to get themselves out of it. And they are they are reliving it over and over. You can have an argument with your significant other. If you were in an abusive relationship, you will take that argument to another level because you are used to it going there. That's not where, you know, oh, this person likes drama. No, if they, are, if they have been in an abuse relationship or dealing with abuse, you are going to take it there. You're going to go all the way to the extreme because you are used to it and it reminds you of the event that you used to be in. So what can we do? Because if you are experiencing being stuck constantly in the same type of event, what can you do? Um, how can you get out of this? Losing your parents. And kids are huge triggers as well. Yes, that is something that, you know, for me, I still do not look at pictures of my grandpa because in my mind, if I don't look at the pictures, he's still alive. If I look at the pictures, all the emotions of him passing come back. So um, I was watching and actually, thank you, Diane. That's a that's a really good um, a good note, because. It can happen when you're watching TV as well. I was watching um, a TV show and the the father, he had a stroke and he passed away. And me and my husband were talking about oh, just a regular topic. And all of a sudden I exploded on him and I was angry, you know, and I start because I think he joked about maybe me causing him stress or something like that, you know. Um, and I got highly, highly upset. And it wasn't an upset topic. It wasn't um, a conversation of where I needed to take it to that level. But 
me seeing the man on TV suffering from a stroke, which my grandfather suffered from, and passing away, and he was the head of the family. Um, it was Greenleaf, if you guys, you know, some people may watch Greenleaf. It was Greenleaf, and when and when the father passed away, um, it triggered me. It took me to my own experience in my own grandpa and how seeing him have the stroke and seeing him, you know, deteriorate and not be his strong self. And then, you know, we losing him, it took me all the way back there. I was emotional the rest of the night. The next day, walking my daughters to school, I was crying. And I'm like, what is going on? But again, it's so triggers when you are experiencing a real trigger. It is so confusing because everything could be good. Everything could be okay. You could be having a regular conversation. And then one word, one sense, one sound, one common thing that maybe the person says and reminds you of the other person will take you all the way back to that moment and you will feel all of the emotions that you felt during that moment you will feel the grief you will feel the anger you will feel the sadness you will feel the anxiety all of that will happen when you are experiencing a trigger and the thing is that you may not even know that you're being triggered do you have conversations even you know in relationships if we take it to that to that point if you're having a you're in a relationship and maybe, you know, you're having an argument with your significant other and a lot of people can normally have a conversation and you can work things out. But you find yourself being defensive and you find yourself highly angry and you black out. And you don't know how you're getting to these certain points. You may need to check and see what is getting you to that point. Is it a trigger? Are you being triggered? Are you experiencing this emotion, you know, if you do not go and you do not find out what is going on and you do not tap into, okay, why am I feeling this way? If you don't listen to people who try to tell you, hey, something's going on with you, you know, we we regularly talk and you're snapping out and things like that, what's going on? Then you do not know that you're experiencing this trigger. And if you don't treat it, you are still going to be stuck in this loop constantly experiencing the same thing over and over, not knowing what is going on. Thank you for sharing. Exactly when someone called and asked about the day and it triggers. Yes, absolutely. Yes, Diane. When someone even speaks on the day, that's why, you know, not to be um not to be rude to my family or anything like that, but I don't discuss my my grandpa. And I'm not over it, you know, and that is my own personal thing. And that's okay. Um, everybody takes their time. When you find out that you have these things going on, it takes time. It takes healing and nobody can rush you. You know, you have to take these steps on your own. So if I don't want to discuss it or talk about it because it takes me back to that moment, that is my preference. And, and as I gradually go through it, then yes, I probably will be ready to discuss it or, or do the anniversary of the dates of passing and things like that. Some people do that. I don't, I don't want to, you know, and that's my own personal preference. I don't want to celebrate the day of passing. I don't want to hear about memories and things like that. Not at this moment, you know, um, maybe, and I pray that down the line, I will be able to, but at this moment, no, um, I am better with my sister, you know, um, because that happened when I was 16. So I have been able to deal with that, um, in a sense, but again, sometimes, you know, you don't want to think about those things. Like, um, I think about her making a hamburger one time and it was highly salty. Um, and so if I have anything like that, like a burger and it's really salty, it takes me back, you know, to the memory of uh, my sister. So 
you know, and now I can laugh about it and I can remember her in a good sense and, and it feels good. But, you know, before I wouldn't be able to do it. So triggers can cause a person to have bad dreams as well to where you can sweat so bad you have to change your sheets at 3 a.m. As a combat Vietnam, I know. And that, you know, that is something that is, is very scary um, because our dreams can be real for us, you know, and you're hearing these sounds and things like that. And actually, you know, John Abraham, thank you for serving. Um, my grandpa was in the Vietnam War as well, and uh, he lost his hearing, you know, so he was he was very um, quiet about what went on because I know that was a traumatic time. But, you know, I, I even noticed that um, a conversation he had with an with a um, with my principal one time, you know, set him off. And I don't know. I wish, you know, at the time I was more understanding about triggers and how they work, um, because I'm sure in that moment. He was triggered because the way he responded was out of character. And that's another thing is that when the person that you are with is out of character and all of a sudden they change and they're saying things off the wall, they're, or they're being, you know, extremely mean. And that's not normal, normal to them. And that's not something you're used to them doing. Um, that may be because they're triggered. You know, we can help other people. We can help them when we notice something is off, like, hey, I was talking to you, we were talking about this comment, all of a sudden you shut down, what is going on? Because honestly, if you are not aware, you don't know that you're dealing with a trigger. You don't know. You change, you're lost in the, the, the episode that was happening, you're back at the event, you are snapping on people, or you are upset, or you are anxious, and you're worried, and you don't know why. If you, are, if you see someone who is behaving in that manner, and you know them, and you dealt with them, and you know how they normally act, and this is not something they normally do, they could be dealing with a trigger. So I think that it's responsible of you, if you love that person, to say, hey, what was going on? What were you feeling in that moment? This could be a trigger for you. And if you know someone is triggered by a conversation, if you know someone is triggered by a word or by an act that you do, um, you know, it's highly responsible for you to make sure that you don't do those things. Because it does not feel good. If you have really dealt with a trigger, it does not feel good. It does not feel good. Your heart is beating fast. You know, you're sweating. Just like John L. Brown said, you're sweating. You are emotional. You're angry. You're, you can even be shaking. It does not feel good. So why would you want to put someone there back into the place where they were triggered? Um, you know, so... What are some of the things um, that you can experience? For my people who are not sure um, if you're experiencing a trigger or not, I do have some things here that you can try and be. When you're, when you're in the trigger, when you're involved in the episode, um, it's not really easy to determine, is this what's going on? Because it takes you back there. And it, and it happens unknowingly a lot of the time. But if you find yourself experiencing these things, this is a way that you can identify an emotional trigger. So you and you have to listen to your body. I want to note that as well, that definitely listen to your body. And what is your body telling you in these moments? Your pounding heart. That's a, a sign of it. Um, shakiness, upset stomach, sweaty palms, surging emotions, anger. You know, you're you're angry. You're sad. You're crying. You are waking up and you don't know what's going on, you've, you've lost time or you've blacked out or you're in a conversation and, and you find yourself back there and then you come back and you don't even know what the person was saying because you have zoned out. It sounds like 
to me, the best way I can describe it is it's like an echo, like the person is talking in a tunnel. You know, that's that's how I can describe the sound part of it, because you are now taken back to that event. So it's kind of like an out of body experience. Like you see yourself, you see that you're talking, you you see the people around you, but you don't hear what they're saying and you don't even understand what they're being talked about because you literally went back to the event. Some of the things that can happen are, and it's, and it's a traumatic to you. You know, a lot of people are like, well, um, maybe that's not traumatic. It's traumatic to you. Each person is different. What may be considered traumatic to someone else may not be traumatic to you. So it is a traumatic event that happened to you. Some people can handle a person passing away. They have accepted it. It's okay. Things will not trigger them. And that's fine. You know, we're all different. Maybe being chased by a dog was traumatic to that person. So when they hear dogs, they go back to that time and they're and they're afraid. If that is how that person reacts, that is important to them. You know, a lot of the times we as as humans, we forget that people have human emotion. People deal with things in their lives. And it's not a fun thing if you're dealing with being triggered. You know, if you're dealing with the passing of someone, if you're dealing with like, you know, John O'Brien being in a war and people are talking about it and people want to hear about it and they want you to explain what went on and they want you to describe how you felt, that may not be good for him to do. It may not be good to describe how you were or how you were feeling, you know, and I highly feel like if you are dealing with something like this, it's important to, if you don't, you know, with something serious like this, if you don't want to deal with counseling or something or, you know, whatever, find someone that you can safely talk to. And when I say safely, not everyone is a safe person to handle your emotions. Not everyone is a safe person to handle your memories. And not everyone is a safe person to where you can let your guard completely down. So you need to find a safe person, someone who will not trigger you. Someone who will notice that if you stop, they won't push you and pressure you. They'll let you go at your own pace. It's important to find a safe person because in order to really get down to what is going on, you have to feel like you can trust them. And a person that is not safe, you won't feel comfortable and you won't let them completely in to be able to help you. You know, or a counselor, if you're going to go to the counseling route, find a counselor that you feel completely safe with. Or it won't be any purpose. You'll be, you know, covering up certain things. You won't go all the way into what's going on. Um, and that's not how you can get healed. You have to be able to shed everything, let all those walls down to be able to um, get healing, the healing that you need. So um, what are some things that can cause a trigger? I know that I have it in the description, but I do want to make sure that I go over that as well. Um, it can be internal. And internal is a memory a physical sensation, an emotion, anger, anxiety, loneliness, pain, and sadness. Um, an external can be environment, person, place, specific situation, going back to the neighborhood where maybe you experienced gun violence, that can be a trigger. Living in the house where you maybe were abused or seeing the person that abused you or even hearing their name, things like this can be triggers and can, can cause the triggers. A movie coming up, like the TV show Greenleaf, when when the dad passed away, that parallel to me 
to my grandpa. So it was a trigger for me. And it took me back to that moment and how I felt losing him. It was a trigger. Movies can be triggers if you experience sexual abuse. And you see that I, to this day, do not watch rape scenes. I do not watch um, anything violent towards women on TV. I fast forward it or I do not look because it is a trigger for me. It takes me back to my own experience. So I don't watch those things. Um, you know, there are certain sounds that that I don't listen to. You know, I, I don't want to take myself back to that. I don't want to be unavailable emotionally. So I just do not watch it. I do not listen. Um, you know, turn away, turn it off, whatever I need to do um, so that I don't have to, you know, experience that. And again, triggering is not just feeling uncomfortable. You know, we you have a conversation, you don't really like the conversation, you feel uncomfortable. That is not a trigger. That is just regular, you know, it's normal to feel uncomfortable during certain things. Um, it's normal to feel anxious. It's normal to feel worried, scared, angry, anxiety, all these things. But when it's extreme, that is when you can find yourself and say, okay, you know what, maybe I am triggered. Let me find out what this is. So some common situation that can cause um, and can trigger intense emotions are rejection, betrayal, unjust treatment, challenging beliefs, insecurity, helplessness, um, or feeling that you're going to lose control. These things can uh, cause you to be triggered. So Learning to recognize and, man and manage your emotional triggers and, you know, what can we do when you find yourself in a situation of being triggered? What can we do as our without being in counseling and things like that, which I do recommend counseling, but um, on our own, what can we do when we find ourselves in that situation? And one of the main things that I learned is breathing. You know, breathing is highly important. Um, stopping removing myself for a minute and just listening to myself, breathe, breathe in and breathe out. Coming back, because when you're triggered, it sends you away. So coming back, slowing things down and understanding, okay, what is causing me this? Do I want to avoid it completely or do I want to hit it head on and try and see, can I fight it? Because you can either choose to avoid it or you can choose to fight it. So sometimes, you know, it may be too much where you can't you can um, fight it yourself and you do need counseling um, or it can be something that you continue to expose yourself to. And be able to fight it, you know, now I believe that I could listen to that bear and I won't be taken all the way back. You know, I think I would be OK if I heard the music from the bear and um, it reminded me of the time I think I would be OK. But do I still expose myself to certain movies and things? No, because I know I will not be okay. And will I be able to, at a point in time, maybe accept, you know, the passing of my grandpa? I do believe I will. At this time, no, but that's okay because everything takes time. Healing takes time. And I just want to say as well, thank you for the guys that uh, commented. Um, and I hope that you all get help for you know, your triggers and your anxiety and your emotions um, and that you're able to overcome, you know, that's where we want to be. want to be in a healed place where we can overcome um, these things that, that come with natural everyday life. So thank you guys again for tuning in and watching with me. Um, please continue to comment. Please share if you liked what you were watching. Um, if you have any experience with this and 
um, you have some tips that will help in dealing with it. Or if you just want to let it out, some of the things that um, you find yourself being triggered with, please comment. Um, I will definitely keep the conversation going as always. Thank you guys again uh, for spending some time with me as we talk about this topic. I will be back, not next week, but the week after that to uh, bring you guys another topic. Again, you can always follow me on Instagram and TikTok, uh, Talk To Me Tuesday. You can send me a message. You can send me an email at TalkToMeTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. I will respond. Um, and as always, be you, do you. Be who you are and do what you were put on this earth to do. Thank you guys again, and I will see you next time.